Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy, and we are doing a special crossover episode tonight. Typically, we would be IG Live with the Support Series Podcast, but we are bringing the Support Series Podcast right here to the Life Unplugged Podcast because we have three special guests. Now, if you joined us last week, you know we interviewed the director of a new film called Election 2020. Well, this week, we have cast members from that very film. So we have Quita, Keith, and Katrina that will be joining us this evening. So we're going to get right into this and start to talk to them about the film and all their experiences with filming it. So how are you guys doing tonight? So first of all, before we get started, what we'll do is we'll have each of you guys go around and introduce yourself. Let us know where you're from and what your role was in the film. Let's start with Quita. Hi, my name is Laquita. Uh, everybody call me Quita Z or Cupcake, either or. Uh, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Been acting for a very long time. <laughs> and what was your role in uh, 20, election 2020? My role was Janice. Um, the girlfriend, wife, significant other, the <laughs> brains. <laughs> you know, the guy that I was with, you know, <laughs> on scene, uh, what's that one at Kanye West? <laughs> Got you. <laughs> All right, Keith, how about you? Yo, what's up? What's up? I am Keith. I am from Little Rock, Arkansas, the 501. You did? Um, I play. <laughs> I played Amir. In this, awesome. So yeah, and Katrina. Hey guys, my name is Katrina. I'm from Memphis, the nine oh one, and my role was Erica in Election 2020. Awesome, and all of you guys had a, uh, played a great role in the film. It looks like we have a little area code uh, beef going on here. We say five oh one and nine oh one. Okay, well I'm the two one five two one five. Originally, I'm from Philadelphia, so <clears throat> but I live about an hour outside of Philadelphia. So, yes, so you guys played a great role. We know that there are two others that were also in the film. There was Sybil Presley and Dominic as well. And um, before I was hoping that Sybil was going to be on here because I was going to ask her, and I'm sure she's told you guys what her relationship to Elvis Presley is. <laughs> Does anybody know? No one knows. We don't actually know, but we do know she is related to okay. the Elvis Presley. That's awesome. Okay, so we were going to try to get that out of her. So maybe we'll get that out of her on another interview. So election 2020. So, you know, it was definitely a film that you guys did. It was a film, but it's also a very real situation, right? Very real situation. But the way that the film is written is just a little bit different. So let's talk about that. Keith, why don't you just give us a uh, how, tell the people a little bit about how the film was written and the different perspective that is written from? I believe um, Don and Flo had written it. Um, I think after, right after the the, the um, election, I believe, but I think it was written for all white cast. Yeah, and um, I believe they had like conversations. I'm guessing just them two, and they was like, let's just flip it. And do all well majority uh, black cast, and uh, that's how we got rolling to December. And I think she sent the auditions out like 
sometime in November, and uh, it just went it just went rolling from there. But yeah, I think the I think it started from the from what happened um, the election night when in all these uh, polls and votes, and then they thought you know they, they had a spark in their mind. It was like, oh, let's let's do this here. But originally, it was all white cast, I believe. Wow. Now, um, and this could be for Katrina. What what was you guys' preparation for this like? What type of preparation did you have to go through? We did a lot of Zoom table reads. Uh, the cast as a whole, I think we did three. Um, Keith and I had a pretty intense scene, and so we had several um, table reads, Zoom table reads, you know, together or whatever. So that was really how we did our preparation. Um, and then, of course, when we got on set, we did a lot more rehearsals, you know, leading up to us actually getting ready to film and stuff. So now, Quita, now, uh, as Katrina had mentioned, the table reads were done on Zoom. How is that different than how it might normally have been done, uh, given the circumstances with COVID? Oh, prior to it, we will all be face to face sitting at a table reading the scripts and you will see more like physical emotions because it's better when you're around people and you get that reaction like when you're feeding off each other versus being on Zoom. So, yeah, but I believe this is going to be a new norm. Yeah, this is going to be the new norm. It's definitely affecting everyone's business and work and just their crafts. It's definitely affecting that. So now once you guys all come together, this was pretty much done in a short period of time. So what what are your memories about just that part, that preparation part, getting ready to film, and you know that you have this short period of time? Who wants to take that one? I'll say when I got there, Keith, like, met me at the door. And from the moment I walked in the door until, like, even now, it's like, hey, bae, how you doing, bae? You know, whatever. So um, we had this super cool, um, super organic build of chemistry once we got on the set. You know, we, uh, we, we didn't know each other. So it was like, okay, now we have to learn one another. The only thing we know about each other is what we've seen on Zoom. But, you know, being in the same space with somebody for 12, 14 hours that you barely know can be uncomfortable. And it was never uncomfortable for any of us. I think we all just meshed so well and we had such a good time together. So um, that was that was really, really cool for me. Yeah. And, and Keith, so you guys didn't know each other prior to coming together for filming. Right. So how, how did, how was that? What was now I, I would, let me ask this question first. Was the, is this any of you guys first film? So this is not any of you guys. Okay. So you guys have all been acting uh, for a while. So you're used to that part of it, having new comp- people come on and you know, people you don't know. How do you guys go about building up that camaraderie when you know now you have to get into these intense scenes and it's pretty quick? Um, this, you know, this, 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 you know, everybody already did a movie, you know, before, before this. So, you know, everybody had the experience, but the pace was a lot different. Yo, we was, yo, this is an all day thing. You know what I'm saying? Normally, you know, it's all over the course of a weekend, depending on people's work schedules over the course of a week. A couple of weeks, this and that. This is hey, we got two days, right? <laughs> this is it. So uh, the pace was so it kind of I ain't gonna say pressure, but it kind of put us all in this this family like atmosphere immediately. 
You know what I'm saying? And uh, Mika Trina just hit it off as soon as I saw her. Babe, baby, hey, what's up, baby? You want some water? You good? Okay. You know that that um that energy started coming. And then I remember I saw I saw Quita. She was talking to Flo, and I thought Quita was like a PA or something because she was. Yo, Quita know the behind the scenes well. She was like, hey, let me do this right here. I got you right here. I said, hey, how you doing? Hey, let me do this right here. I got this. Like, she know the behind the scenes real well. So that's how I make, I like, not, not, and I think me and Quita was just sitting there for a minute talking, just trying to get to know each other, like, on the couch or whatever. And then um, Katrina came in and Silva and everybody else. But uh, I think because of the, not the pressure, but that uh, the intense, limited time being thrown on us, on us, like it added, it added to the um to the chemistry we was already building. That's great. You know, so. That's and shout out to Quita, man, because Quita, she um, yo, she left work and came straight to set both days. Wow. The commitment, the grind, <laughs> man. Yes. And stay, stay. I mean, took naps, but we all take naps, and yeah. and, and she earned her naps. You did. <laughs> she earned her naps. That's good. so. Take them, take them, yeah. <laughs> now, Queenie, you mentioned that you you have uh, probably the most tenure, um, is, you know, the most years of experience doing it. How many years do you have, and, and what are some things that you that you've done leading up to this point? Ooh, well, I've been acting since I was in kindergarten. You know, I have the school plays. Um, I fell off um, in two thousand fifteen. Um, Because I had a very traumatic situation in 2015, which made me like, I don't feel like acting anymore. And Mm -hmm. then moved to Memphis in 2018, got connected with uh, Heal the Hood Foundation, or reconnected with Heal the Hood Foundation of Memphis, because I've been with them since a youth, and got back with them, and they put me back into the spark of things. And so I was like, consecutive, it's been four years consecutive now. Um, I've done several plays, uh, film. Last film I did was The Struggle 2. Uh, Rip Parker is the uh, producer and director on that one. Um, I've done two virtual plays, which was like very, very fun, but it's one of those things that, you know, because you're not on stage and you're not getting a reaction. It's kind of like, oh, I hope I delivered that correctly because it's like virtually. And then the second virtual film, we're actually going to be airing that on Valentine's Day. Um, I, I'm working on a couple of films. And prior to the uh, prior to now, you know, we were talking earlier and how me and Katrina were uh, talking about another film that I'm supposed to be filming on the 20th. So it's like I have more stuff that's coming up that we really can't just talk too much about until everything is like set in stone. But yeah, I've been doing this for a very long time. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Congratulations, too. And um, Katrina, so how long have you been acting and what made you get into it? Um, So I am the newest out of everybody that was on the cast. Uh, I started at the beginning of 2020. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Funny story. I went to therapy and my therapist was like, what's your hobby? I was like, I don't have one. I don't have time for a hobby. I'm a mama. I got a full time job. He was like, "Okay, well, you need to find a hobby. And so the next time I went back, he asked me, he said, what's your hobby? I said, I don't have one. He said, you didn't hear me. I said, I don't like you. He said, I don't, you don't pay me to like you. So um, I decided that I was going to try acting because my kids had been um, 
in a film that they filmed here in Memphis on Netflix called Uncorked. And so my kids were in that. We had a great experience. We spent four or five days on set during that. And I thought it was really cool. I was like, maybe one day I'll get to do that. Never in a thousand years did I really think I was going to get to do that. And so I went to my first acting class in January 2020 and fell in love. It's it's the only thing that I want to do. Um, and so here I am, here I am. I definitely would not have guessed beginning of 2020 from what I saw in election 2020. So that's, that's great. So you're natural at it. Thank you. And, uh, Keith, so you said about four years you've been acting, but what what made you get into it? Um, what happened was I was about to, I was about to get expelled in high school, my senior year. And, um, the principal was like, Hey, you need to do something constructive. Like you got all this energy but you ain't doing that. So it's this play, the Shakespeare play, down there I want you to audition for it, and let's just see how it go. I was like, man, nah, I ain't finna, bro, nah, nah, I ain't trying to, man, nah, man, what, what the lady said, man, nah, bro, I ain't trying to, ain't nobody trying to see that. But I did it, uh, and then I had a break for like a couple years. I didn't know what I was doing. I was staying in trouble. I know, right, me getting in trouble, right? But yeah, I, I was staying in trouble, this and that, and then I just got like got back. Something told me, man, like get back into it. And then I got into it at like a technical the- no technical college. I got my associate of arts. Then I went to Euler with like a couple of scholarships. Like they, they gave them to me like, hey, we see something at you. Did it at Euler. And then, um, yeah, we've been going from, from there. It was crazy because like I would be like, I would like, I had to go on tour a couple of times when I was there. And I was nervous about it. I was like, dang, I don't know if the school going to let me go on tour and do this um the stage play about some Arkansas uh, death row inmates. They uh they wrote these monologues and we would go perform them on tour in Kansas City, like Texas, Arkansas. I think we went to Memphis too. And um, I was like, damn, I don't even know they're gonna let me go on tour. But like the school, the, like what I'm saying, the school they they like supported me and they knew what like what my end goal was. So yeah, I've been uh since since then. Yeah, wow. that's great. Well, congratulations to all of you guys. You guys did a phenomenal job in the movie. And we're going to talk a little, little bit about this now. We're going to get into election 2020. And the first question that I have to ask, because I watch, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of movies, and I don't have an acting bone in my body, but I have to ask this. You got, so Keith and Katrina, you played husband and wife in the movie. How do you even prepare for that? <laughs> Katrina, go first. Baby, can you go first, babe? Sure, babe. Um, A lot of that. Okay. A lot of that. Um, We had lots of, you know, we had table reads before we actually um, were on set. And so that really helped to build our, our chemistry with one another. So we could kind of figure out who the other one was. We um, really built our characters around one another. Um, We would sit down and say, okay, well, what would Erica say? What would Erica do? How would Erica do that? And here's what I think Erica's past was. What do you think about that? And he would say, well, this is what I think about Amir. And this is, this is his backstory. And this is who he was or what I think he was. And how do we get together? So we formed a, an entire story around our characters and who we felt like they were. And it made it much easier to go on set and live as those characters and be as those characters with those backstories. Wow. That's wonderful. Keith, you agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We already have, yeah. We like, we created a whole backstory. I met at the, at the bar. I bought a drink. I think it was a long Island or a sex on the beach. 
like, 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 am I right? Am I, I think, I yeah, think, I, think I think it was Sex on the Beach. I think that's what we came up with. Yeah, it was Sex on the Beach. Uh, she was with her girls. I was with my dudes. Um, like, he had, like, you know, the, the jacket on, no tie, uh, the white, white, um, um, you know, dress shirt. Button, yeah, button like, down. Yeah, button down, all that. He walked up to it real cool, and that's how it started. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's how it started, and we stuck with it. Is that something? Now that's something you guys came up with. That's not like a director backstory, right? Right, right. Okay, that's awesome. So now Dominic's not here, and of course, Quita, you played Dominic's wife, girlfriend, significant other. You said all of all of that. I'm the one that kind of kept him together, right? You know, we broke up for a while. And okay. whenever me and uh, Erica, because Dominic and Keith were buddies, and so by me being with Dominic, you know, that's how I got a chance to meet Erica. And then so, like, whenever me and Erica met was whenever me and Keith really just, like, I mean, not uh, Keith, me and Dominic just, like, okay, let's, let's keep this thing together. So right. from the time we mm-hmm. met Erica until the time of election night, there was two years that we was consecutive on. So, wow. you know, it's like, yeah, come on, baby, like, <laughs> You guys actually say that in the film, you know. I think yes. there's a part you say that we've been on and off. So, so yeah. Uh, so, a, a, a kind of a additional question to that. I'm I'm being a fanboy right now because I'm like I got great <laughs> actors here, and you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe a million people will see this, and you guys will be big. I'll be like, hey, I got the interview. <laughs> right. But, but here's the question. Um, now, this one, this this particular film was not super emotional where you had to really, really get outside of yourself. But what is that like for you guys if you have to do a role that is super emotional? And and in this case, you guys had a short period of time, but sometimes these projects might go several weeks or even several months. So how do you prepare for that and still live your personal life? I guess I can take that one. Um, Like Keith mentioned earlier, so, you know, on set, I would get off work at 0900 go straight to set. I will be on set all day and be back at work at midnight. So I have not seen my bed, my bed in two nights. And so it's like going to work and then getting on set. It's like my work life and my professional life. I know how to separate the two. And it's like, I can be at work. Hi. Yeah. Get to work. Okay. This is my mindset. Now I'm into character. And it takes time. It's challenging, especially if you haven't done it for a very long time. Like, it's challenging. But to prepare, I tell people, I don't know if you uh, follow me on Facebook. I would say, I would take, I take my work to work. So I would have all my books, like if I'm uh, reading over lines, I would take it to work. So in between my job or in between taking calls, I would be studying my lines. And I would prepare myself that way. So it's like, and I've also, I watch films and I'm like, okay, if I was worse to be this person, how would this person react? And so I watch films around that emotion or around that particular character or around a particular role. And I would do my research. And then I, also, I have friends that's in the industry as well. So we would like piggyback off each other and we would like do improv or we, we would challenge each other right. for, uh, for better words. Wow, that's awesome. Let me speak to that too, Go real ahead. quick. Like for me, um, I haven't been doing it a long time. And Quitter, you're right; it is difficult to like pull those emotions when you haven't really been doing that for a long time. 
But um, the strategy for me has been just emotional recall, you know, um, taking emotions that I've experienced, but also being in the moment of that character. And I think that's really important um, when it comes to your preparation. Like she takes her stuff with her and she's always reviewing it, always reading it, always pulling up a script. You have to know your script so well that it flows out of you naturally. So now you're not thinking about the words anymore. Now you can be in the moment. You can be the character. You can feel the emotions. And that comes, you know, that comes from preparing on the front end. You can't go to set and be trying to learn your words, learn your lines and deliver an emotion. It just doesn't work. So you have to go to sit and be prepared, know what it is that you're supposed to say. So now you're no longer thinking about what you're supposed to say. Now you can be the character that you're meant to be. Wow. That's a lot of preparation because you probably live it, you know, in your personal life, you're, you're thinking about it all the time. You know, it's something that you're constantly dealing with. So that's a, that's a great skill and a great art. And I know not everyone can do it. I'll give you a small story. I did a uh, stand-up comedy routine for my 10-year anniversary party. It was horrible. Okay? And I'm like, oh, I thought anybody could stand up there with a the mic and say funny stuff. No. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, you know, you know, you guys do a great job with that. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing skill. I mean, you put the time and effort in, and it's just natural. You guys do it naturally. So let's talk about the script a little bit because – in the script, obviously, Keith, you are an avid. Well, both of you guys started off as avid Trump supporters. Okay. So how did real life, the, the, the world that we live in today and what we see with Trump, how did that play a factor into how you presented your character? Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Without getting too political, I guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, the character, I guess the, the character, you know, he supported Trump. Um, what was interesting was um, I had just, I had came off of another, uh, like, a Zoom play, and where I had to channel, like, a Ben Carson, a Republican. Okay. And I was able to feed off of that and bring it into this other Republican who isn't as popular as Ben Carson, but I'm, I'm able to transition that energy into another Republican. Right. And uh, that 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 kind of steamrolled it, kind of got a guy going. But um, I mean, obviously, you know, we all ain't we all ain't Republicans. But right. <laughs> I mean, right? Because we just I didn't know how to. I'm glad you, I'm actually glad, glad I'm actually glad you said that because I was trying to figure out well, how do how do we ask that question? You know, because obviously it's always like that fine line. But yeah, how do you prepare to be a Republican? <laughs> Right. And I, I tell you something else. Me, something else me and Katrina did. Um, we looked at like how Republicans act. They aggressive. They money hungry. That's kind of a mirror. You know what I'm saying? And we and we kind of we kind of fed off of that too. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of was able to feed off of that and see what they was doing. Um, you know, on the news and this and that there, and kind of bring that energy into these characters. Well, more so a mirror, bring this energy into these characters because like we was like Democrats, they they very liberal. They're free. You know, they they're a little conservative. They 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 not. You know, they they not straight to the straight to the point. Well, not straight to the point. They not they don't use a lot of action. Not not, not a lot of force. Okay. But Republicans, they all about the economy, getting ahead. Yeah. 
doing what they got to do, promotions, kind of like a mirror, you know. So, yeah, we was able to kind of like use and play off of those and play opposites. Even though we married, we got opposite views at the end. Right. Or that's the way it's, it's that's the way it's shown. Yeah, because we, got we really don't views. know. Right. We really don't know, um, which, nope. is, which is good. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting, the way it was presented. And, um, yeah, I don't know – I don't think I know any black Republicans. <laughs> you guys were the first ones so that I met. I know that they're out there. And, hey, there's no issue. I mean, you can. that's why it's a democracy, right? You can be for whatever you like to be for. So that's fine. Um, but um, going a little bit further into the script, I, I brought up these um, things with uh, Flo last week, some things that stood out to me. Now, obviously – through this interview, we don't want to give away everything about the film because eventually the film will be available for everyone to see. But these were just a couple of things that stood out to me. So one of the, in that, in the most intense scene that you guys had at the kitchen table, one of the topics that came up was natural hair. Okay. (laughs) So Flo had mentioned to me that uh, you actually were not initially going to you wear your natural hair as we can see your natural what was what what was the thought process for that so my thought process was i am a black republican woman which means i am ultra conservative and my hair should reflect me as a black republican woman which in my mind is long flowing black locks not not these but you know just straight straight hair right and um, so when I brought it to Flo's attention, she was like, girl, no. As a matter of fact, I think it'll add a little bit of flavor to who your character is. Because right now you're not sure if you're a Democrat or a Republican, right? And so I think that'll add a little bit of, of flair to your character. And so that was why we decided to go ahead and go with the locks okay. instead. Which I love my locks. Like, Beautiful. I love right. my locks. But I just thought for the role that I was playing, it would be more appropriate because I was a conservative Republican. Right. And um, so my wife has locks as well. She has sister locks. She's had them for four years now. And I think it's beautiful. I was like, don't ever wear another wig ever again. <laughs> right. Ever. Not ever. <laughs> That's just me. I mean, once I got, once I got comfortable with them, I'm like, Oh, these are these, they look great. They're great. But I think that, um, I think that it was a good point. The, the interaction that you guys had in that scene it really highlighted an, an idea that because he, he makes this, he makes the uh, comment about Erica Badu, I think it is. <laughs> and then, you know, like, Oh, now you, you, you're on your Erica Badu now. So, um, but just the perception that, that we have, that some that some people have in today's society, that there's something like that. It's a bad thing. But so I'm glad that we see, you know, a lot more, you know, people are, are going natural, which is, which is good. Um, now another thing, Quita, this is the question for you. In the next intense scene while we're waiting for the results. Uh, now, the names aren't mentioned, but I did get this, which Flo said, wow, you, you must have really, you really thought about it because I did get it. Uh, Dominic makes the point that, you know, about um, <laughs> about uh, the last one that we had, she couldn't stay because <laughs> she, she had to be out in front. And, you know, we do see that, you know, that that's a perception. How, how does how did that um i lost my i'm getting old guys so i'm sorry i lost my train of thought (laughs) 
from the, from the previous first lady yes. was the yes <laughs> the previous previous first lady to the previous first lady yes the, <laughs> go ahead you, go ahead you were gonna say something uh, no 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 I was you say you lost your train I was yeah, trying to help yes, you that's what I was that's going, you was yes, going that's with that's what it. I was going with that um what what do you think how do you think that that perception affects people thinking today as far the what I got from it was that it, I thought that they were trying to say that black women are too vocal in relationships, in business and things of that nature. How, what part do you think does, does that play in today's society? Um, I think that it's amazing that not only a woman, but a black woman, because being black and being a woman, it, it, it took a while before we can get to where we're at now. And I can say we, because I'm multiracial, you know, mm-hmm. Um, and so being that we have a voice, because at one point a woman did not have a voice. And now it's like I, I have a voice, and what I have to say is going to be said. Right. And not only right. did she say what she had to say, she made a change. And so being that we using our voice and being that she used her voice those eight years. It made a tremendous change. And it's like, oh, wait, she did that. And if she can do it, I can do it too. You know, and and that's how it is in today's society. So now you see more women are coming out and doing things and saying, like, women being producers. Like, it's a film that trying, that Memphis, that they're trying to get here in Memphis. Well, they actually filmed here in Memphis for a couple of days. And they're like now they're in Edison phase and they're trying to get it where like Netflix or somebody to pick it up. And it was a black woman who was a producer behind this film, you know? So it's like you got Regina King, you know what I'm saying? This black and a producer, you know, she's an actor. So it's like she got so much stuff going on. And black women have paved the way. Now you got someone who wanted to you or who not wanted who did use the previous previous first lady speech or whatever she can barely speak english and it's like oh i'm with you because you got money but once this phase is over with i'm out absolutely so yeah like being that with that saying it, it it was funny because it, it took a while for me to like say what I had to say with it, I was like, oh, you know, she's fashion, and this, 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 this. But then it was like, that's how she got. Like, what do you have to offer? Being a woman, you need more than just looks. Like, how can you build a relationship with anyone if all you have is looks? You can have looks and be dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, um, I thought it was great to bring those those two points to the forefront in this type of film um, because there's a lot of incorrect perceptions out there of black women, you know, of black men for that from that perspective, you know, as well. So um, I think that it was good. And, and when I had my discussion with Flo, she mentioned that, you know, really it highlighted the old school thinking more so less about race, but more about the old school thinking of Republicans or you know, just that old school mentality that really that 
everybody has a place in this <laughs> in this world, this thing we call the United States. And um, so I thought it was a great film. Again, the film is Election 2020. Of course, I have a million more questions, but I don't want to give away everything to everybody. So we have to save some uh, so that when the people get finally get a chance to see it. So I do have a few more questions for you guys, though. Um, and Keith, you can speak to this one if you want, um, or all of you guys can, but Flo sent me a text message said you guys got accepted into nine film festivals. Nine. Now, I don't know what that means, but maybe you guys could explain, like, what does that mean to be accepted into nine film festivals? It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. It's dope. I mean, they want it. I get, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, she's, she, you know, she uh, submitting it in and everything. So, yeah, I mean, but they, they accepted it. That, that's a win. <laughs> it's being seen, you know, uh, internationally, I believe, in some, some of these festivals. And LA, the West Coast, man, we, we head to the West Coast. We head to the West Coast. Exposure. Yeah. That's what it yeah. means. It means people all over the globe because we are international. I know for certain we've got Italy, Prague, LA, Israel. That's the other one. Israel. You know, it's those are just a couple of them and it's exposure. You know, places that we could never imagine showing our film, you know. And so now we're in a film festival with people that are going to be viewing this literally all over the world. Wow. So that's what that's what a film festival means for us. Now there are like awards, you know, like best short or best actress, best actor, or whatever. Like those little accolades can come with it too. But just the opportunity to be viewed, you know, have our work around around the world is amazing. So, wow, that's Quita. Uh, did you want to make comment on it? <laughs> you agree? They, they said it all. They said it all. That's great congratulations on that i mean again i i was trying to understand like the you know like okay so is one good and then she's like well we got three and then she's like we got five and she's like we got nine i'm like okay nine nine of anything has to be good right well in most cases right nine of nine of anything especially when you're talking about a film and getting it out there so that's good so now that gives me a better understanding of what that means when we hear a film festival and for people to understand that exposure so more people will see you guys which ultimately means more opportunities you know so why don't you guys Akweet, i'll let you start here why don't you talk about flow as a director oh my god she is amazing um i remember i think it was erica uh one of erica's scenes and it was erica and amir so it's like different scenes that i was like i can be sitting in the room and they'd be in the other room filming and so while they're going over their scenes or whatever i'm reading along with them or I could just be laying across the couch because, like, Amir, uh, I mean, Keith said that, like, how I be, like, sleep or taking naps or whatever. And I can be, like, napping, but in my, like, while I'm, my eyes are closed, I hear what's going on around. And so, like, I heard something. I was like, and I jumped up real quick. I was like, okay, they're not filming. I was like, hey, I got a question. Okay, she said it like this, or they said it like this. Shouldn't it be like this right here? Or how do you think this would sound this way? And she was like, let's try it. And so they tried it. And it was like, oh, we like that. Or that makes more sense. And she was acceptable to what was being said, you know. 
And that's the good thing. She got a lot of direction. Like, no, this is the way I wrote it. This is the way I think it should go. Da da woo woo. Like she was, a, and even like with Keith and uh, Katrina, if they had an idea and they brought it to the forefront, she was like, okay, let's try it this way. And then it was like one time where um, it was a scene with I think Katrina and uh, Sybil, and like they was trying. It, it was something was missing, and so she was like, "Quit! Why don't you come in here and?" help us figure out what's going on and so like me and Katrina will run the line together me and Sybil will run the line together and then they will run the line together and it was like okay this is what we was missing you know wow. it, like she was very acceptable um oh my god we had so much fun Thanks. she made she made us feel like a family like first of all and I, I I'm pretty sure she said it um in the podcast like she was saying how it's supposed, was supposed to have a Airbnb, yes. but some things yeah. happened, and now she like she allowed us in her home, and she don't too much allow people in her home, and for us to be there, and she allowed us in her home. It's like we all built that that connection and that bond, and there's no there's no better bond than to be in a home where you feel loved, you know. And she and she made us feel welcome. Her and Don, they like they both made us feel welcome, you know. So it's like, man, Flo is like the best. <laughs> I had a great time talking to her, Katrina. What would you like to say about Flo? You know, she's so uh, right. <laughs> um, let me say something nice. No, um, so when we were on set, um, we would like film a scene, and then we'd have to do it again. Not that there was anything wrong with it the first time, but we would do it again. And her saying was, we're doing it again. Why? Because we love making movies, right? And that was like the energy that we had on set. And it really was because we love making movies. And she was super receptive to our our ideas. She was super um, hospitable because, again, we were in her home. And, you know, it's just been, it's been amazing, like pre-production, during production, even post-production, like our communication is, is, is just so forthcoming and, and she's real and she's so easy to work with. And it's just been, it's been a really great experience working with her, the level of professionalism way up there, you know, it's just working with flow is cool. It's really, it's really cool. Like it's a, it's a great, great experience. She's a great person. That's great. I could tell. Keith, what you got? Um, they said everything, but <laughs> uh, like they get everything. Like, oh my god. Um, the energy, yo, like that energy is just real. You know what I'm saying? We we in our house, like like who just said, it's supposed to be an Airbnb. There's things happen with the Airbnb, and you and we in your house, and just the energy, the love, the crew. Her crew was dope, dope. Like you can tell, they didn't work together a couple times. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, like, yeah. The crew, the crew was real dope. She was dope. Don was awesome. Thank you, Flo. <laughs> Thank you, awesome. Flo. For real, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely. Um, my inter, my interact. You know, I talked to her. Let's see. So probably, I was connected with her through you, Katrina. Actually, through Clubhouse, and we spoke for like two weeks before leading up a couple times, just kind of getting to know each other. Hey, this is, this is where, this is what my mindset is. This is the direction I'm going in. This is what I'm trying to do. 
very helpful, very I'll tell you guys a funny story. I don't know if you guys picked up on it cuz I didn't. I was prom- promoing our interview for the whole week on IG, my Instagram. And every post that I put up, I put her wrong name. <laughs> was it Gibson? Yes. Is that what you put? I thought so. Yes. I saw I that. The whole week. So finally, the night before, she texted me. She said, hey. She was real cool about it. She was like, hey, it's not a big deal because it's already done. I'm sorry, guys. It's not a big deal because it's already done. <laughs> but my last name is Gibbs. I was like, oh, no. So I couldn't even sleep that night. So I woke up at like 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I went through, deleted all the posts, had to redo them all like real quick <laughs> to get the right name on like the day of the interview. It was too late. I had already done it. Uh, it was a small miss, but I, I just just that interaction right there just just let me know the type of person that she was and that she is. You know, just like, hey, it's cool, it's no big deal. And I talked to her the next day. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Definitely not the impression that you want to give when you're interviewing somebody. So uh, she was really cool. So uh, I really appreciate that. And, and hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to working with her in the future. I'm sure she's going to have many more films and, uh, you know, wish her the best as well. And so what we'll do is we'll go around as we wrap up here and you guys can, you know, one, uh, tell us what you got coming up next as much as you can tell us. Uh, Keith, we'll start with you. Um, okay, so my school, they, um, my uh, uh, University of Arkansas, Little Rock, they, uh, they're doing a festival a French festival of basically original works, and they asked me to come participate in it. So it's going to be some type of Zoom performance, maybe limited seating outside. That's in April. So, yeah, that's, you got to gear up for that right now. Okay. And Katrina, how about you? I can't give any details, but uh, it's a TV series that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Um, I'll be filming it in Jackson, Tennessee, and we'll start filming in May. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And how about you, Quita? Ooh, the list goes on. <laughs> um, so let's see, what's his favorite? So March, I have two that I'm um doing. One of them, I'm actually the uh, PM on. Um, so I won't be actually in front of the camera. I'll be behind the scenes, and I love both on and off camera. Um, because I want to, I want my resume to be full. I don't want like if there's a scene that if you don't see me best fit for this, know that I can do. A, B, C, X, Y, Z. You know, I'm the PM on that one. Then it's another one that I'm doing. Um, he didn't change the name of the film, so I can't think of the new name of the film. But um, I have, like, a smaller role in that, so we're filming that in uh, March. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know uh, earlier we heard me and Katrina talking and everything, so it's another film we're supposed to be doing on the 20th this month. But once me and Flo get more details back and forth, we'll find out about that one. Later on in the year, me and Keith has a film that we're uh, filming together as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's so much. It's that's so much. Great. Of that's, so much. That's excellent. You guys are super busy, and you have so much coming up. I think that's awesome, and I'm look. I look forward to seeing you guys. You know, doing you know a lot of big things. I'll be following you guys for sure. Now, one last question: Do you guys have social media that you guys want to share that people can follow you on? Quita, you can go ahead and start if you like. Um, I 
IG is going to be Quita Z, and it's Q-U-I-T-A, Z as in zebra. Um, Facebook, you can follow my uh, original page, but I prefer the fan page as well. Fan page is the same, Quita, Q-U-I-T-A, Z as in zebra. And you will see Quita, the actress, uh, well, A-C-T, Cap, uh, R-E-S-S, lowercase. So, yeah. Okay. And, okay, go ahead. Keith, you can go ahead, go ahead next. Okay, um, the Keith Harper on Instagram, Facebook, and follow me. I follow back because some okay. people don't follow back, so I follow back. You know, I, I I'm gonna like you. I'm gonna like you post. Okay. Okay, Keith. Hey, <laughs> hey, Katrina. Um, so I'm Katie Bug Acting. It's spelled K A T Y B U G A C T I N G. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. I got a Snapchat that I don't use. If you want to follow me there too. Okay. Awesome guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you guys for making time, taking time out of your busy schedule to come and join us today. I look forward to interviewing you guys for future films that you're doing. I look forward to working with flow. Thank you guys for listening to the life unplug podcast. You can find me on Instagram, life unplug underscore podcast. On Twitter, Life Unplug underscore pod. I'm on Clubhouse. You can find, you know what? Y'all know where to find me. My names are too long. <laughs> They're too long. But thank you guys for joining us. We're going to be dropping this episode on Sunday. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Everybody have a good night. Bye.